0: Good Monday everyone! We have been talking about our future, our future in eternity, and how what we do on this earth will determine our eternity. There is a direct connection between what we do today and what we will experience in eternity. There's two aspects of this that we have been sharing. The first aspect is our belief. Our belief will determine where we spend eternity. We're saved by grace through faith, it's not of ourselves, it's not of works, it's a gift from God. So our salvation, our eternal destination, is determined by our faith. But the scripture also talks much about our works, what we do on earth. And what we have been sharing over the last number of days, is that our works are going to be judged and they are going to be rewarded. And that reward will determine how we spend our time in heaven, our sphere of influence in heaven, our activity in heaven, our responsibility in heaven. All of that is going to come out of the judgment of our works as a Christian. Now be sure that you rightly divide the word of God here. Our salvation is not of works. Our salvation is by faith. But our works are important, and they're going to be judged, and they are going to determine our place and position in heaven. I have shared with you in days gone by how I have a new appreciation for works, and I realize that what I do here on earth is important, and that I am going to give an account of my works before the Lord. Now, the scripture tells us that there are different things that God's going to reward us for, And there were seven that we mentioned, and I'll just quickly review them. Matthew 6 and 6 says that we will be rewarded for fasting and prayer. Colossians 3 tells us that we will be rewarded for submitting to our employers as a faithful servant. Matthew 16 and verse 24 tells us that self-denial in His service will be rewarded. Mark 9:41 tells us that we will be rewarded for serving those who have a need. Luke 6 and verse 22 tells us that we will be rewarded when we suffer for his name and reputation. Matthew 19 and verse 27 tells us that we will be rewarded for the sacrifices that we make on this life in forsaking things in order to serve him. And then lastly, Matthew chapter 6 tells us that we will be rewarded for the time, the talent, and the treasure that we invest in the kingdom of God. Everything that you do today will matter for forever. These thoughts that I've been sharing over these last number of weeks have been triggered by a book entitled A Life God Rewards, written by Bruce Wilkinson. And if you have never read that book, I really encourage you to get a hold of it, A Life God Rewards by Bruce Wilkinson. As I began to read that book, it really brought these truths to light. And as I began to study it on my own, it just became an exciting new aspect of understanding for me. Now, we have talked in previous days from 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 10 that says, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body, according to what he has done, whether good or bad. And also from 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 13 that says, Each one's work will become clear, for the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved. All of our good works, all of our deeds, are going to be judged, are going to be put through the fire in this time of judgment. Now we shared three aspects of this test. The first was the test of reliance. Who are we relying upon to do these works. Jesus said in John chapter 15 and verse 5, "...I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing." Without the Lord we can do nothing. Without a reliance upon Him, there is nothing of our good works that will pass through into eternity that will have significant value. Any of our good works that we do without relying upon Christ are tainted. The scripture says that our righteousness is as filthy rags. They are tainted with ulterior motives. So only our works that are initiated, motivated, and energized by the Holy Spirit are going to be able to go through this test of fire. So it's not just the performance of our abilities that are going to be tested, but it is what we have done in relationship with Christ that is going to be part of this fiery test that our works are going to go through. The second test was a test of motivation. What were these works done for? For whose glory were these works accomplished? Matthew 6 and verse 1 says, "...take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men." to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Those good charitable deeds are going to be burned up if we have done them for our own glory and for our own recognition and not for the glory of God. Our motive in what we do must be to bring glory to God and not to ourselves. And the third test that we looked at was the test of love. whose power do we do this in it says in 1 Corinthians 13:3 and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor and though I give my body to be burned but have not love it profits me nothing we shared this past Friday that any charitable work you do will benefit the person that you do it for if you sell your goods and give it to the poor it's going to benefit that poor person but this scripture says but if you don't do it in love it's not going to profit you. Well, how would a charitable work profit us? Only in the sense that God is going to give us a reward for those works. But if we do not do it in love, if that is not the motivating factor, if it's not done in Christ's love, in Christ's spirit, in his power, it will profit us nothing. Our good works are going to be tested on how sincere we are in trying to benefit someone else, and how our works have been motivated by the love of God that is spread abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Here's the three tests. The test of reliance, the test of motivation, and the test of love. And all of our works are going to go through the fire of these tests. And that which remains will endure, and we will receive a reward. It's interesting to me that when Jesus taught his disciples how to pray, he finished the prayer by saying, For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And it seems to me that these three aspects, For thine is the kingdom, thine is the power, and thine is the glory, parallels these three tests that we're going to go through. Who are we relying on this? Whose kingdom is it? Well, it's God's kingdom. And whose power are we doing this in? We're doing it in the power of love. And whose glory is this for? The glory of God. It seems to me that Jesus is teaching that every time we pray, we should end that prayer by saying, For thine is the kingdom, thine is the power, and thine is the glory. And when we do that, we are purifying our hearts so that the good works that we do will last and endure Because we're doing it for His kingdom, we're doing it in His power, and we're doing it for His glory. I think when we realize this, that aspect of the Lord's prayer will become very meaningful and we can pray that part of the Lord's prayer with great fervor. Now notice this phrase from this scripture we were reading in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 when it says, If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss we may suffer loss. It's possible as a Christian, when we stand before the judgment seat of Christ, we will suffer loss. Do we understand that? Do we realize that? Or do we only think, no, it's a matter of whether I lose my salvation or not. No, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, your salvation is secure because of your faith in Christ and upon the finished work that He has accomplished. It has stood the test of fire, and that is secure and firm. But we as Christians can suffer loss in this judgment seat of Christ. What is this loss? Well, it seems to me it's the loss of the reward. We have done good works, but because of our motivation, because we've done it for our own glory, that part of the work is burned up and we will suffer loss. The place that we would have had is now taken from us. Now, before you think, well, I think you might be just taking that a little bit too far. Listen to Second John chapter 1 and verse 8. It says, look to yourselves that we do not lose those things we worked for, but that we may receive a full reward. We can do good works and have them burned up. And as a result, we will lose the potential reward and place that that would have brought to us. Folks, this gives me a whole different perspective of judgment. I'm not fearful for my salvation, but I begin to realize I need to be diligent to be about the Lord's business and to give my life for the things that count. And I shouldn't just waste my life on natural pursuits in this earth but that I should have my mind and my focus upon eternity and making every moment of my life count for eternity. 1 John 2 and verse 28 says, And now, little children, abide in him, that when he appears we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. I don't want to be ashamed before him at his coming. I don't want to stand before Him as a blood-washed Christian, cleansed by the blood of the Lamb, and clothed with His robes of righteousness, and then when my works are judged, that they're all burned up, that I had not accomplished anything for Him, that had any eternal significance. I don't want to be ashamed in that way as I stand before the Lord. But it's possible that we might. So it tells us that we should abide in Him, so that when He appears we have confidence and we will not be ashamed at His coming. We'll continue this tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30.